Welcome to the Lit Marriage Podcast with authors and Christian relationship coaches Cassidy and Daniela Parlane. On this podcast, you will discover how to transform your marriage from autopilot mode to keeping the flame of purpose, passion, and romance lit in the marriage that God designed for you to have. Learn to love intentionally together. Are you ready to keep it lit? Here we go. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Lit Marriage Podcast. We are your hosts, Cassidy and Daniela. And today, folks, we're going to be talking to you on the subject of blended family struggles. Mm-hmm. Now, we know, based on what we, you know, some of the things that we've seen out there, that uh, this is a common problem. Absolutely, we've had our own personal share of experiences where this is concerned. Absolutely, it's so sticky. Oh yes, and so we're going to be talking about some things that may rub you the wrong way, but at the end, we're definitely going to be offering you some keys that we do believe that will help you to navigate through some of these struggles because you know what? These are real struggles. Yes, they are. And again, we have experienced some of these ourselves. And so if what we're about to say to you today will help you or can help you or someone else that you know, Perhaps this would be a great podcast to go ahead and share with someone. Um, But on that note, let's go ahead and dive right into our subject matter today. Um, I don't know how many of you that are out there that are listening right now that probably are struggling or have struggled in the past with family uh, issues. I mean, family issues are real. But today, like I said, we're talking specifically about blended families. Um... You know, and one of the main issues that you will probably face is probably a baby daddy drama or a baby mama mm-hmm. drama. <laughs> so common. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and these are not easy things to uh, to deal with. Um, they rub you the wrong way. They really take away from you mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, on every level, it wears on you. That's right. And this is usually as a aftermath to divorce. Yes. And this is why God absolutely hates it. He does. There's always consequences. There's a lot of grace, but there still are consequences. And that's what we have to deal with. There are some baggage. There are definitely definitely baggages. That... You know, um, we have to learn how to navigate through exactly, those things. Exactly. Um, the ex drama. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to get over that at some point. Yeah. But again, when there are kids involved. That's when the drama really intensifies. And it can be a very long and drawn out yes. process that could go on for years. And could, years. Could be five years. Right? Because sometimes be it depends. Years. It depends on whether... <laughs> Whether you are healed or your ex right. is healed. Right. And if you're not healed, you're going to encounter a lot more problems because of resentment and pain and just unresolved trauma. More often than we think, uh, these mm. things, they occur so, so, so frequently. And they can begin to affect your current marriage. Exactly. 
So we need to get to the root of those things. Yes, root them up, root them so up. that them they will no longer affect you in negative ways. Let's That's find right. positive ways to deal with these things. That's right. right. Um, so let's talk about some examples. We talked already about the baby daddy, baby mama drama. Right? Um, you know, when you have a child, uh, and there are different rules. Mm-hmm. In different ground rules and yeah, different yeah. the different homes. Yes, let's let's talk about that for a little bit. That can be very very conflicting. Just imagine what goes on in that child's mind. Right. You know, especially if you're values are different like in many cases people divorce because they have different values right and that was the case for me right right? so it's like one you know your child goes to the father's house and there's totally different rules if any at all in some cases and then the child comes to your home and suddenly there are different ground rules right so yeah how do you deal with that right or maybe right Maybe, you know, you're a Christian. In our case, we're Christians. Um, yeah, and, and your say ex is the not. Ex, exactly. You can imagine the values there are polar opposites. And so, there's also a spiritual component to that. Oh, absolutely. Because right? the enemy will, like, just get right into those wedges. Yes. Or right into those little cracks and, yes. and really, really have a heyday. What an opportunity, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Not just for uh, your life trying to bring you down, but also that child. Mm. The child is always the one that's stuck in the middle. The child always is the one that suffers in the end. Right. And then ultimately, again, it can affect your marriage. Yes. So your child's life is being affected negatively, emotionally. Absolutely. And then your marriage could fall apart as a result of not knowing how to navigate through these scenarios. And the, the plot thickens, especially if both people who are now married Mm. both of them are from broken relationships that's right now the issues are compounded right right so now you you're bringing other issues from like (laughs) multiple different uh balancing acts happening there yeah so very challenging huh um let's talk about parents using the child as a manipulation or a weapon oh my we, we all know someone at least who's been through something like that i'm sure many of our listeners have as well wow there's nothing worse than using a child to right. get back at someone else but somehow when we think with our emotions we justify those kinds of behaviors and this is why we need to be on guard wow And, you know, if there's unresolved issues, you haven't healed, you could be the one doing that. Wow. And your ex could be doing it. So. Wow. The thing is, though, when you think about what the consequences of that could be, you're using another human being to get Mm -hmm. at another human being. And it's not just any other human being. That's the the other parent of that child. Exactly. You know? Um, one thing I want our listeners to understand is that manipulation, mm-hmm. there's a fine line between witchcraft and, and manipulation. Cause I don't even know if there's a, a line at all. I think the Bible defines it as witchcraft. Manipulation it, is a, it really is witchcraft. It's, it's control. A, Anything that, that seeks control right. is, is classified wow. as the sin of witchcraft. Wow. 
in God's eyes. So that is definitely an area. The Jezebel spirit. That if our listeners are, you know, maybe someone's using your child against you, or hopefully you're not the one using your child against the other. Yeah, um, nobody's perfect. No. I think everyone has had a part to play when you know when you're in pain yeah you're hurting the you emotions, tend to right. react out of hurt and you right. you can end up falling for those kinds of games right another oh painful yes. scenario custody battles oh my yeah that can be very exhausting emotionally it can be very draining um yeah we've been through our share of that having to take time kind off of drama. work you mm-hmm. know there's just so much that goes into that going to the courthouse filling out the wrong paperwork yeah. <laughs> just, ah, ah, it's it's a lot isn't it yeah and confronting an ex always right. brings up past hurts. past hurts and it's it always feels like you're you might just be at the cusp of feeling like you finally got over the situation and, and it's like breathe. someone's someone's yeah right when it's you're like starting peeling, to breathe someone's off. peeling off that scab right and it, so that really brings up old wounds going back to the and again the child can get stuck in the middle yes once again because you know deciding having to figure out how, how to decide who has access is it equal access wow um, how much Shared. child support yeah, yeah, is yeah. paid and wow. all that stuff can really lead to a lot of drama. Yeah. Going back to the child or children, um, it's really, uh, you can just imagine having that child in the middle, like a mm-hmm. yo-yo and the emotional damage that, that does that to the causes. child. Totally. So this is something that we want our listeners to really be aware of because again you can't control uh what the other per- party is doing but you can right. always control. control what you do your absolutely. behavior your behavior matters i absolutely i does. would hate to be in a situation where either my mom or my dad looks at me and say you remind me of him or her you know they were referring right. to the other parent I mean, the temptation. In a condescending way. Yes, the temptation to do that is always there. And so these are things that we're wanting our listeners to really take into consideration because these are things that they don't just affect one person. It's Mm -hmm. affecting a, it's it's literally like a whole series. It's a whole web. Exactly, exactly. And then, of course, there's uh, one of the other ongoing issues that you might have to cope with is things like juggling access of the children. Right. Like even after the whole custody battle right. may have been somewhat resolved legally, you still have to figure out pickups, drop-offs, school transfers. You know, oh goodness, what if yes. one of the parents move and then you got to figure, you know, now you got to tear the child out of one school to go to a different school right. to make sure it's, right. you know, you have to really consider the child's right. well-being. Right. But then you have to be able to have these conversations even with your ex. Right. In the most amicable of ways. And that can be a challenge. (laughs) Then there's in-law drama. I mean, just to compound the issues even more. Right. When the in-laws start to get involved, you know, like, I'm the grandmother. Or, (laughs) you know, I'm sure we all know people that have a strong, strong strong-willed or strong, like a, a... in law 
with right. a very very strong personality right. who feels entitled to you know the child and maybe the just as well-being. much as the parents right. right 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 absolutely and they have a lot of say in in what goes on so these are all kind of things that you may have experienced or currently or are currently going through and the yeah. real question is okay now that you've presented all these issues and drama and you know conflicts what do you do how do you what are some keys like how do we navigate through this what are some things we've learned personally well first off you do not and should not fight fire with fire yeah that's something we learned early on with yeah. with my son because i have um a, a child out of out of a different marriage right and we had to really navigate. we had to really learn how to navigate through yeah. that early on yeah we and learned, he's now learned. a teenager he's 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 an adult actually we learned quickly so. didn't we <laughs> and we learned the hard way too i mean it could have been harder but mm-hmm. honestly like had we um continued mm-hmm. because it started that way that's fighting right. fire with fire and then we realized just okay, to, that is not the right strategy no and, it, and it's absolutely a terrible um, example. example of a, of your testimony. It yes. really blemishes your testimony Absolutely. as a Christian. Absolutely. And that's where I think the standard for right. us believers is much higher. Right. We're not on the same kind of level playing field with someone who, for instance, is not a believer. Right. Which was my our specific scenario. I mean, right. there's scenarios where both parents are Our believers yes. and they still have these same issues, right? Right, Because we're all human and we all screw up. Not everybody is at, on the same spiritual level. Right. So we can't always expect right. the same kind of behavior. But we do encourage that, you know, if you are going through these types of scenarios that we've mm-hmm. talked about to really take into consideration your faith and really allow the fruit of the spirit to shine forth Mm -hmm. because you could in doing so affect the the heart of that ex-spouse you know maybe not maybe it is very very likely that both of your hearts are still hardened Mm. it is very likely if anything's going to mature you (laughs) it's dealing with these kinds of issues absolutely and you really walking by the spirit is so important. Right. And uh, just to keep in mind, like that most of what you're fighting is a spiritual battle. I mean, it, it, really it is a physical thing that that's like being demonstrated or manifesting. But these are spiritual battles. You got to understand that you cannot fight a, phys- a, a spiritual battle with by physical means. Right. So how do you fight it? On your knees. For the most part, we had to learn that. We had to really learn that fasting and praying and just asking God, like really just letting go. Absolutely. I think that was for me yeah. personally was the most freeing thing I ever did was just admit that it, I, this is out of my control. Absolutely. And some things you won't have a cut and dry answer. Right. You just won't. You're, you're just going to have to ask God. Right. And this is how you learn to walk by the spirit. Absolutely. Walk in obedience because he gave us his spirit. Prayer right? is priority. God gave us his spirit so that he would instruct us yeah. when we're in these gray areas Right. Well, we don't have a, a, okay, what do we do now? He's right. going to instruct us. Prayer is key. It's prayer. Absolutely. And so it's one of the things that we learned how to do more in mm-hmm. light of the struggles that we had to contend with 
Um, and praying together with your spouse. Yes. Not only is that going to safeguard your marriage, it's yes. going to help you both be a team. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, here's a big one. Avoid tearing down your mm -hmm. ex in front of your child or children. Oh, yes. Very, very common one right there. Doing that, you are creating such a ripple effect that's going to last for a very, very long time. And a lot of damage. Yes. In your child. Yes. So, you like, Worse. we've seen situations where the parent or each person, each parent right. that should be the adult in, in exactly. the situation, they're tearing down the other and literally teaching that child or those children to mm -hmm. resent the, the other and can you imagine when this is going back and forth back, back and, and forth. forth so the child comes to your home you're teaching the child how to resent their father or and the father, and then the father vice versa yeah right and so, so toxic this that is oh, totally. so toxic absolutely absolutely not to mention again we always like to we're so we're radical people we like right. to go to the root <laughs> and we have to i can't ignore the fact that words have spiritual weight consequences to them. absolutely so what what you speak over your children or to or even about when you use slander and gossip right. think about that we're not walking in obedience and that opens spiritual doors right and again that can all fall back on your children right it also falls back on your marriage Wow. So it, I think this is one of the principles that's often overlooked in our culture because we take words so, you know, we don't take words seriously in our culture. Wow. There used to be a time where your word was your bond. Right. Remember? I don't know. We, we can't even say we remember because we, wow. this was like back in the <laughs> biblical days, you you do something like you hand over your slipper. And uh, when you made a covenant or a deal with somebody right. and that was like your word, there was right. not even a a written contract right it was like your word is your bond nowadays you could say one thing you can make a promise and half yeah. an hour later it's already been voided it's already been that. breached absolutely so absolutely there's a but song. there are consequences in the spirit realm that we don't see we might think that we got away with that absolutely not there's a song growing up that says watch your eyes what mm -hmm. they see watch your mouth what they, what say. they say yes you know i remember that song Here's growing up as, as a child right um and so just sort of like supporting what you're saying about watching our words you know oh. the things that we speak to our children and even about others right mm -hmm. we're actually they're watching us children live what they learn that's like a double-edged sword oh yeah you could be cutting someone up but that same sharp tongue that you're using can is going to turn right back Absolutely. on you and the spirit of offense is very contagious too oh, because what is. happens is see that child did not or was not a did not receive an offense from the right. the parent the other parent mm -hmm. but now you're creating an offense just by your offense, if you understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Too. Yeah, so it snowballs. You're planting a, a, seed, a seed of offense there that may have not been there. And so, you know, the conflict that this child has to deal with mm -hmm. is overwhelming and can be, right? It can affect that child for years and years to come. Here's a big one. Don't attempt to buy your child's or children's affection. And I see this all the time. Oh my. Because what you're really doing is you're creating a generation or a, 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 a household 
that it's it's a gimme gimme sort of yeah a, this entitlement ent- kind of uh, mentality it, i mean we see this all the time and you know what children are not stupid they can see right through you right they can see right through the act you could try to buy uh temporarily buy someone's affection or right. their favor but they're gonna see right through whether that was genuine affection or not right over and, time they're gonna see and this is why it's important to be consistent and with I think everything this, this is going to in in some ways turn around and bite you right oh, back oh yes in the butt. Oh, it will. Because that same child that you've been teaching that their affections can be bought, how much can you spend that's to right. continuously that's, buy that's that the affection? Thing. If you're not consistent with that, they're gonna they're gonna equate <laughs> affection goodness. with money things. things. Right. And when that stops, they're gonna think, Oh, well then the affection me. just ran out. Right. The love ran out. Right. So it's so important to distinguish between the two that those things are are not you, you do things out of love right you give out of love but right. the, the thing itself is not a, a it's not attached that's right it's not an actual confirmation that right. love it's not the right. tangible evidence of love because not not only are they looking will they continuously look be looking at the parent for that type of love or that kind of definition of what they think love is mm. but then they'll go outside once they they grow up that and, will damage them oh and goodness. their view of what love is as well we have seen this over oh, yeah. and over again where the child grows up and now he or she is of age to make decision on their own decisions on their own mm-hmm. and now they're thinking you know, you've bought my love all this time and now you can't afford to buy my love mm-hmm. anymore. And they go out looking for love in all the yeah. wrong places. They go looking for, for sugar sugar mama or sugar daddy. <laughs> We've seen it, right? Yeah. And so these are things that we're saying, you know, they can be avoided. Um, here's a big one. We talked about this before, but be consistent with your values, but always be Mm. seasoned. Let it be seasoned with grace. Your home should be a safe place for your children. Oh yes. Absolutely. For us in our, uh, like experience in our experience, our son, um, he would leave and go to his father, but he would always come back to us. If he had something Mm-hmm. That concerned him. Something that was confidential. Right. Because because we made sure to create an environment where it's safe. We're always there for him. We right. made sure make sure that you voice. It is so important that you voice to your children yes. how much you love them. And even though you know don't you don't have to change your home rules just right. to oh maybe you know I have to change my rules because there's no rules in the other place and now he's not gonna want to be here or he's not gonna want he's not gonna think I love him as much right. no you don't have to change your values right. that's one thing we had to really um, stress in right. our situation was that no these values are gonna stay there we have certain rules for a reason right but we're not militant. Right. When it comes to that, we had to make sure that it was a balanced right. kind of thing. It was balanced with grace and love. Right. And we always were, we always make sure that we would be um, a place where you can have this open dialogue, right. open and it's safe. communication. Absolutely. It's not like you can't do this and that's it. There's not a period. You always leave a comma right. and make sure that there's a dialogue. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. You so do. that child feels safe and they know that your love is unconditional. That's the important thing. Absolutely. They must know, no matter what they do, because you know what? There's going to come a time where they're going to act out of rebellion. Wow. We've experienced that. Yeah, yeah. Rebellion and anger and frustration. And you have to put yourself in their shoes. Yeah. Think about what they're going through. They're getting torn. Yeah. Right? Between yeah. these two different homes. Yeah. And there's a lot going on emotionally. Um, so even if you're going to have these things a certain way in your home, you can't be a militant about it. Wow. You have to, you have to really, this is where discernment is key. Absolutely. Grace must reign and the child must know that your love's unconditional. You're not just going to stop loving them because they broke a rule. Right. For instance. Absolutely. Um, just a, a sort of a quick note on that. Um, imagine the child is at a place where he or she is being served candy and then right. they come over to your home. And there's and vegetables. vegetables <laughs> right. And what all, looks more favorable. Exactly. They're gonna In choose the, the candy. Right. You know, and that that's tearing even as a parent as well, because you you feel heartbroken that your child would would choose the, the candy, candy over, over the fruits and veggies that are good. But over to see again, this is why <laughs> consistency is so important. And the candy at some point is going to bring destruction. Right. It's going to bring cavities and all sorts of disease and go. sickness and infection. <laughs> whereas the fruits and veggies won't. So it's a perfect analogy. You're, you're there to nurture your child. You're there to be their parent, not, not their friend, friend absolutely. not primarily their friend. It's not to say you can't you know right level with them you, you need to you know find that kind of a place where you can get down on their level and listen hear them out but don't feel pressured to have to become their friend to in order to gain right. exactly don't right. compromise your values right. in order to try to gain their affection because you know what children are way smarter than what you think they are these days especially and they Absolutely. know how to recognize yep. And they can, they can play the manipulation game. Oh, even, even better. better. Even better. Yes. They, they learn can. from you. They yes. learn from your yes. mistakes. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, moving on to our next and very, I'd say this is like a biggie. Okay. Mm. It's so important to pray for your ex. Oh my goodness. This oh, one's an ouchie. Ouch. This was probably the hardest one for me. And forgive them. <laughs> right? Ouch. Uh, ouch. This softens your heart. Forget about this their heart. This is mostly for you. <laughs> Forgiveness yes. releases you. Never mind that person. That's not going to even... They couldn't care less right. whether you forgave them or not. Maybe, right. maybe. Maybe they do. But in some cases, it, it won't affect them one iota. What you, but it's going to affect you. It's and easier, it releases It's easier you. said than done, isn't it? Oh, my. But it is so crucial but that this you is, pray for yes. your ex. And it takes faith. <laughs> Just take one tiny baby step of faith, and you're going in the right direction. Holy Spirit will help you. Yes. And you'll be surprised how much you, how freeing it is. Yeah. It's there's so growth. freeing. There's absolute. There's growth when you mm. pray for somebody who has hurt you. Somebody who's hurt you, and then you, you have the courage them. to pray. It's biblical, by the way. It is. To pray for those that hurt you. And pray mm. for them that do harmful and yeah. hurtful things to towards you. It right? could really turn a mucky situation around. What a counterintuitive um, thing to do. Imagine, be, like, imagine how confused it leaves the person. Yes. Like they do something really mean to you, and then you turn around and 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 offer them grace. 
that they don't know what to do with it. Wow. Right? So if, imagine you, you live a lifestyle of that, living that way. You're gonna, it's bound to bring good things. Right. It's not gonna be perfect ever, but this is definitely a way to counteract um, evil yeah. for sure. Yeah. It's gonna bring God's blessings over your marriage, yeah. over your child's life. And it's You're gonna an put it's gonna put the devil to shame. Absolutely. Because what it really will do is cause you to be mm. in total dependency of God. So you're not depending on your own strength anymore yeah. to do and this it sh- thing. It shuts the door right in the devil's face yeah. because now he has no legal access exactly. to some areas in your life where he could have stepped right in and said, right. Oh, look at that. There's an unforgiveness door Ooh. wide open. And he just steps right in and a root of bitterness grows and it just goes on and on it's it becomes a big entangled web of drama and craziness that you don't want so in the long run it might be hard to take the first step of faith because it sounds inconceivable like what i have to pray for my ex are you (laughs) have you gone mad this is probably the most outrageous thing that you guys have ever done on this podcast it sounds icky it feels (laughs) icky but it won't your feelings will catch up with your spirit absolutely absolutely just walk in obedience The last thing we want to encourage you to do today is to be on the same page with your spouse about values. We talked about that house rules, discipline of children, Mm -hmm. etc. Oh my goodness, no favoritism. No favoritism between children. So, for example, if you've been, if you're remarried, and your present spouse now have they've. They've had their own children. And then you have yours. And now they're living under the same roof. Yes. Oh, my goodness. No favoritism. There needs to be. This is where the conversation has to happen with your spouse. Talk about these things. Talk about, you know, what are our ground rules? What are the, you know, what do we do for discipline? And please make sure that this is even across the board um, for all the children. So you never have one child feeling like they have special privileges or they are less than the other child or they have different rules and again it's going to cause the same amount of damage as the other scenario where the child is in one household and there's rules and then they come to your household and and they're like scolded and it it feels that's already bad enough to have that but to have them living in this scenario where you're having two different sets of children wow. under one roof, yeah, yeah. but they're biologically from different, you know, parents, it is so important that those rules, values, Apply. always the same for all of them. Absolutely. You know, having a blended family is not an easy thing. It's not. We're not here pretending like this was an easy road for us to walk ourselves. But we get the question all the time. How do you handle these blended family issues? Because they Mm -hmm. are real struggles. And very prevalent in our society. Because the nuclear family is not as common as it used to be right i mean that's just the culture we live in so we really it's so important that we learn how to navigate through these kinds of scenarios absolutely and and it takes the grace of god absolutely we cannot lean on our own understanding not at all not even for a second in all your ways the bible says acknowledge acknowledge him him and he will direct direct your your path. path 
on that note, we want to say thank you mm-hmm. for tuning in today. Um, we're so honored that you took the time out of your busy schedule to do that. If you know somebody who would benefit from this podcast, would you go ahead right now, hit the share Share, share, share. Share this with a friend, a family, co-worker, whatever. And spread the word about what God is doing in your life with this podcast. We're so excited and delighted that you decided to listen to us today. Until next time, we want to encourage you to keep it lit. God bless you.